You are listening to Hydro Talks, a podcast from the global aluminium producer Hydro, setting out to explore the modern dilemmas for industry and society. Welcome to Hydro Talks. My name is uh, Halvor Mollan, uh, and joining me here today is CFO Paul Kildemo in, in Hydro. And uh, welcome, Paul. Thank you, Halvor. Uh, today's topic is uh, sustainability and financing, and it sounds like a, basically a contradiction in some people's mind, but uh, you, Paul, are quite sincere that this is something that you strongly believe in, that there's a combination. And the question is, can finance be combined with sustainability? What is, in your view, sustainable finance? Well, that's, a, that's a good question, Halvor, uh, and I know that... Uh, Typically, the, the thoughts uh, among many uh, finance and economy people have been that uh, finance or profitability and, and sustainability necessarily doesn't go hand in hand. But do you, can you understand why why that has been an impression? Yes, uh, very much so. Um, because um, many business cases uh, for uh, investments uh, which have a, a longer term aspect have not been as easy to, to, to calculate at home uh, as uh, those which have uh, been maybe less sustainable. Uh, but in the longer term, I, I'm quite uh, clear on that there is probably a, a strong relationship if between those two. But what has changed? Well, <coughs> what has typically changed uh, is is probably the the consumer um, interest uh, in sustainable uh, products. Uh, the the fact that uh, we we're now seeing an increasing uh, interest for the ability to to pay uh, for for products uh, which uh, are uh, sustainable. Uh, that definitely uh, has uh, made it it easier uh, to, to to combine the the two elements. Mm. But whose responsibility is it to to drive sustainability, and how can the finance sector uh, drive sustainable investments? Well, b- before we go into that, uh, I, I think um, when we talk about sustainability and finance, uh, I, I would like to focus a bit on what sustainable finance is. Um, because as with any sustainability topic uh, or topic in general, uh, which generates a, a lot of interest, um, there are uh, challenges and, and opportunities for business. There, there are many different definitions, uh, often tailored to fit the need uh, for the person or, or entity who, who describes the topic. And in my view, there are, are two um, elements of sustainable finance. Um, one is finance in the marketplace, uh, which are products that are made available uh, with a sustainability aspect. For example, green bonds, green stocks, or, or other products or elements of sustainability. And the second one is uh, is reporting-driven uh, transparency elements, uh, which includes uh, sustainability reporting, the green PNL, uh, the third-party sustainability ratings. Um, so when we talk about finance and sustainability, uh, we need to both focus on the market side, uh, but also uh, the transparency side. But, but whose responsibility in your mind is it to, to drive the uh, sustainable financing? I, I think it's uh, both uh, the companies uh, from the transparency and reporting side, uh, but also uh, the financial markets uh, from the, the market side. If we purely uh, make available uh, um, reports, uh, benchmarking, uh, visualize uh, data uh, for investors and, and analysts, and these are not uh, turned into products uh, for the markets uh, to to invest in, uh, then this uh, movement will be slower uh, than if uh, both parties uh, work on on this. Mm. Have you seen a change in in investors' interest in sustainability over your time? You have been in in Hydro for a long time. 
uh, in investor relations. You've been out in in uh, primary metal, and now you're back uh, as the CFO. What what have have you seen during these years? Yeah, there's definitely been a, a big change in uh, external interest. Um, five six uh, years ago, uh, when I worked in investor relations, uh, we would typically spend uh, three to five minutes uh, of a meeting uh, on the sustainability related uh, topics. Now the, the the same meeting we can spend forty to forty five minutes uh, of an hour uh, on that topic. Um, so there's uh, definitely a, a higher uh, interest. We, we have more and more uh, funds uh, and, and similar investing uh, purely from a sustainability uh, perspective. And we're also getting more and more challenging questions uh, on, on the topic. Uh, so um, uh, there's uh, clearly been a, a shift here. I, I think another area where you can really see that is in the pricing of uh, sustainable companies. Um, you have... Uh, smaller, greener uh, companies, uh, which are now trading at uh, much higher multiples and, and premiums uh, compared to companies which are not viewed to be sustainable. You said you're receiving uh, difficult questions from, from investors. What type of questions do you receive? Well, um, it, it can typically be uh, related to what plans do you have uh, within uh, all uh, the different uh, UN uh, sustainability uh, criteria. What are you doing uh, for, for, for life uh, above water? What are you doing for life uh, below water? What are you doing for climate? What are you doing for for uh, uh, for, for employment, for schooling, etc.? Mm. It, it, it's all across the board. Uh, and, and typically it, it varies a bit from from investor to uh, investor. But do you find investors that they are, they are definitely skilled in, in these questions with themselves? And Oh yeah, there's been a, a huge increase in, in skill there. And typically you have... Uh, you have um, departments uh, within uh, the large investor houses uh, which focus uh, on this. Uh, so uh, if the the general analyst and, and PM uh, is not fully up to speed on, on all topics, they always have uh, someone with uh, that extra uh, level uh, of uh, competence uh, which ensures that they're um, pushing the, the right matters. Mm. But how can we ensure certainty around what is actually a sustainable investment? But that is one of the most difficult questions um, because uh, we today uh, have many different uh, what you would call taxonomies uh, when it comes to what is sustainability. Uh, and uh, you would think that at the end of the start of the day, it, it, it's quite easy. That is either sustainable or, or it's not sustainable. But uh, what might be uh, sustainable for, for one company is not necessarily uh, for, for another. If, if you look at, for example, Hydro, um, we, we are uh, emitting uh, CO2 uh, from our, our, our smelters. Uh, and if you only, uh, as an external party, focused uh, on uh, that part of our operations, uh, you might uh, deem us a non-sustainable uh, company. But then we produce hydropower uh, and we produce aluminium uh, based on hydropower, uh, which uh, has a completely different footprint uh, from a large part of the world's operations which produce based on coal. So, so in that manner, you would say, well, maybe Hydro is a bit more sustainable than uh, a coal-fired producer. And then you have the, the full-life uh, cycle aspect. Uh, our products, uh, they are lighter. Uh, they reduce uh, less when, when put into to cars. They are infinitely recyclable. If you put that aspect into it also, uh, then uh, we are more sustainable than other types of material compared to if you only look at, at one part of our process. Uh, mm -hmm. So... Landing what is sustainable and not isn't straightforward, um, but neither uh, were accounting rules when, when they were set up in the first instance. 
when you first started with with IFRS, uh, you, you had the, a, a frame, and then you've gradually developed it over the years. And I think the th- same thing will happen for uh, uh, sustainable uh, mm. metrics. Do you often get up, uh, get uh, into discussions with the, with the investors uh, about your what you would call sustainable, and they, you're challenged by that? Oh yes, all, all the time. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and it's not the discussion uh, in, in a negative aspect. It, it's more uh, um, an enlightenment uh, process um, because uh, what is is clear from us in, internally in Hydro uh, is not clear when you first look at the company uh, from the outside. Mm. Uh, so if uh, again, if you only look at the total uh, tons of, of CO2 emission, uh, then you might have one mu. But when you see the full story, uh, then that you uh, transfers uh, a bit. And that is very important for us to, to work on uh, towards EU, towards uh, other uh, authorities to ensure that when we define a common taxonomy, that that taxonomy is relevant uh, for all companies and not uh, focused on a particular uh, group or, or segment of a company. Mm. And, and uh, from a hero point of view, can you give some examples uh, on how you work with sustainability in finance and also how, how you prove the sustainable operations? Yeah, uh, we, we have many different uh, examples. Uh, I would maybe like to start with one uh, which is... Uh, um, very much finance uh, related. Um, as you know, uh, we need to finance our operations uh, from from time mm-hmm. to time. Uh, we we recently uh, signed a new revolving credit facility, which is basically funds available uh, to draw on uh, if the markets uh, move ag- against us. And uh, here uh, we decided uh, to link uh, the margin uh, that we pay uh, for gathering this uh, money if we need it to. Uh, the uh, reductions uh, of CO2 targets uh, that we we have. So if we are able to deliver uh, on our CO2 reduction targets, uh, then we pay a lower lending fee than if we are not able to deliver on them. Uh, How much can you save by by doing this and and reach your sustainability targets? You can save some uh, basis points uh, when it uh, comes to... uh, uh, the, the, the margin calculation, of course, at the end of the day, it, it, it's not the, what tilts the company in the one direction of the other. But the more incentives like this you put into place, the higher uh, the, the, the link uh, between sustainability and profitability becomes and the easier it is to ensure that we push through with the sustainability uh, investments. And do you see an increased interest in putting into those kind of relationships into the financing side? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we... We, we just uh, last week uh, were out uh, um, issuing uh, new uh, bonds uh, in, in light of the ongoing uh, COVID-19 situation. And we had many discussions on if this should have been uh, green bonds and the potential for doing that going forward. Then again, you come back to these taxonomy uh, discussions uh, and the, the, the lack of uh, a clearly aligned on taxonomy uh, on what is green bonds and not. So there is an interest, and that's why we also need to move fast to ensure that there is a, a way uh, of measuring uh, sustainability in an aligned uh, way, so not everyone can call bonds for, for green bonds in a way. When you discuss these kind of financing with with, with banks and, and others, uh, who who is initiating such kind of relationship, and, and, and is it you as a company, or is it the, the banks themselves? Um, when it came to the the revolver, um, we we um, we initiated it. Uh, mm. it. It fit well under our, our new sustainability and, and profitability uh, setup. 
uh, when we had the, the last bond run show. It was from some of the investors that initiated it. Uh, basically, they, they said that uh, we would love to uh, uh, lend to Hydro and we would uh, like to do it in a greener perspective also. Uh, we believe that a lot of the targeted improvements you're doing uh, under the sustainability heading is uh, something which would qualify uh, for, for green lending. So sometimes it's us, sometimes it's the markets, and of course, sometimes it's uh, uh, third parties uh, which are uh, sitting on the outside of this also. Mm. In setting a European framework for sustainable finance, what might be the challenges in designing a taxonomy with sustainability objectives? I think it's a bit back to the topic uh, we touched upon earlier, uh, that uh, sustainability can be different uh, between uh, different uh, companies. Uh, Someone uh, who uh, is uh, um, becoming a bit less unsustainable uh, is also uh, probably the right thing to do from a sustainability perspective. Um, And uh, I I think the fear is that uh, you you might end up uh, with... uh, taxonomies and definitions only favoring those companies uh, which are uh, 100% uh, sustainable uh, across the value chain and thereby you're losing the potential uh, to use these measures to have companies change. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I think that is an an interesting uh, topic to touch upon because uh, you you can uh, approach uh, sustainability and financial sustainability in two ways uh, either. Uh, you can say that we just exclude uh, all of companies which don't uh, match a certain part of criteria. And that might work well uh, in parts of, of the world uh, where there is not an alternative to attract capital from outside that region. But um, <clears throat> if uh, for most markets with a general, uh, you choose that uh, approach, then these will probably uh, get financing from a different place, maybe at a, a somewhat higher cost, but you're not helping drive uh, change necessarily. So, so the idea is to, is to drive a change and a change in behavior rather than to only reward those who have already, ch- already changed. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, so the exclusion principle is one. The, the other principle is uh, basically to uh, say that uh, um, we want to use these measures uh, to help companies uh, change. So mm. you will have access to sustainable uh, capital and the similar given that you do this, this and this. Um, you could uh, take it a bit step further. You could say that there's a lot of passive capital sitting around these uh, days. Uh, and basically, um, if that capital were to be invested uh, with uh, sustainability uh, in, in mind, uh, then that capital could influence decisions made in boards or, or other arenas uh, to ensure that the companies change rather than just excluding them. Mm. Is there a need for regulations to drive interest in system sustainability from the investor side and from the finance sector? And basically, is sustainable finance a hype or is it here to stay? In general, uh, I am not a big fan of uh, enforced uh, regulations uh, on the, the on the markets. Uh, and I think uh, what we've seen uh, in the latter uh, years is that uh, this is probably not the hype and and something which is changing the marketplace. So with the example of the the interest you're seeing uh, for greener companies, even in this uh, COVID-19 situation, they have not fallen more uh, than other type of companies as you typically saw after the dot-com bubble. I think you can say that there is an underlying uh, desire uh, to drive this forward, uh, even uh, if uh, markets move a a bit against you. So at the end of the day, I'm more positive uh, to putting powers uh, in the hands of the the, the markets uh, and not necessarily trying to to enforce this. 
That will be interesting to see how we, this f- green financing will uh, progress uh, going forward. And thank you, Paul, for joining Hero Talks. Thank you, Alvaro. Thank you for listening to Hydro Talks. Make sure to subscribe. If you have any feedback or comments, get in touch at podcast at hydro.com. 